Welcome everybody to episode number six of Therapy for Teens. My name is Leandro Olszanski, aka your TikTok therapist. And in this episode, I'm going to be answering some of the questions that you've sent me through TikTok. So let's go ahead and get right to these questions. First one comes from Blanca from Chile. Hola Chile. How do I know I need to go to therapy? Is her question. Well, Blanca, um, there are several reasons why one might go to therapy. The most common one is when we think that we might be having a particular mental health disorder, right? So maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's depression. Maybe we tend to worry a lot. We tend to be more sad than usual. And this worrisome state or this sadness is starting to interfere with our normal routine, right? So perhaps we stop doing some of the activities that we used to do, we stop being social, we stop seeing our friends, we tend to isolate more, uh, we worry all the time or we are sad most of the day uh, and we are basically not living the life that we used to live not so long ago, right? So when we notice something is different when something is affecting our normal life and this has been the case for at least a couple of weeks or more, then that might be the indication that seeking therapy could be a good idea. But sometimes we also seek therapy because we want to get to know ourselves a little bit better, or perhaps we have doubts as to which career to pursue, or we have communication issues with a girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, and that could also be a good reason to seek therapy. Next question comes from Hannah from Canada. What do I have to take in the uni to be a therapist? Um, well, Hannah, I'm not that familiar with the Canadian uh, university system, but I can tell you the way things are here in the US. Um, and in the US, you have to uh, pursue your typical four-year degree in college, and then you will go to grad school. And when you go to grad school, you can choose the, the master's route, or you can go uh, to a PsyD or a PhD. So there are different routes um, that you can take. Um, as far as classes that you can take, um, I can tell you my favorite ones. Uh, I, I loved, of course, taking Introduction to Psychology, uh, it, it's one of my favorites to, to teach actually as well. Uh, I, I teach here in a local university, so that's one of my favorites to teach. And I remember going through college, uh, some of my other uh, favorite classes were Psychopathology. That was a great one because you, you get to understand and know more about different disorders and that's always a fun class to take. Um, and I've always enjoyed uh, counseling theories because you're getting to know the theories behind how things work from a psychological standpoint and how is it that as a therapist you can help a client. So, so those are my favorite classes. Uh, so hopefully that helps uh, answer your question. Next question comes from Madeleine in the United States. How do you keep or make friendships when you have anxiety and depression? Well, that is a tough one, uh, Madeleine. Uh, and it's tough to, to keep or make friends because when we are depressed, we tend to isolate. 
more than usual, right? So it's harder for us to pursue social activities. It, it just takes a toll on you. It takes a lot of energy to pursue these things when we are depressed. Uh, nonetheless, we should try to keep pursuing them, right? It's important to remain connected with those around us that are our support network. Um, and friendship, of course, is it's complicated, uh, especially when we are on the younger side of life. And but but my take is that you know if you have true friends and you feel comfortable telling them that you are undergoing some issues, you are undergoing depression, and this is why perhaps you know sometimes you are not your true self, or sometimes you need to isolate a little bit and have some time for yourself. It's not that you know you don't care about them as your friends, but it is because you are dealing with some of these things, right? And hopefully, if they're good friends, they will understand where you're coming from and they might offer their help as well, right? Uh, so, so this could be an opportunity to also bring you closer to the people that you consider your friends. If you're not true friends that, you know, perhaps uh, if they're there because they, they, they're pursuing their own agendas and they, they want to get something from you, they may not stick around. But, but that's okay. That's, that's life. Uh, hopefully your true friends will, will remain there and uh, will provide you also some support that you need during a difficult time. Next question comes from Anna from Germany. Are you sometimes sad because one of your patients told you their story that was really sad? That's a great question, Anna. Uh, my daughter one day asked me, Dad, how can you sit down and listen to people's problems all day long? <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the answer is uh, I truly love helping people. Right. If you are in this profession, is because you are a caring person and, and you truly want to help. Nonetheless, you are listening to problems all day long. And, and some of the, the stories that a patient can tell you can, can, be, can be, you know, very sad or, or traumatic in nature. Um, so it, it's not easy sometimes. Uh, most of the time, I'm, I'm able to be present uh, in the sessions and be fully committed and listen and, and, and be there completely for the patient. Yet, when I close the door to my office, I'm able to leave my work there. And that's most of the time. Every now and then, you know, I do listen to a story that, that you know, it, it does move me. And, and, and perhaps later that day or later that week, um, I'm still, you know, thinking of this, this patient. Because, you know, I am a human being too. And, and, and yeah, sometimes, you know, the, 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 these stories get to you, right? Um, yeah, so, so there you go. Hopefully that, that clarifies some of these things. Rim from the U.S., how do I stop being lazy due to my depression? I just want to be able to get out of bed and I can't. Well, Rim, um, I have news for you. So you are absolutely right that when you are depressed, it is much harder 
to engage in activities that you would normally engage in, right? Uh, because depression affects how you think and it also affects your behaviors. Now, the good news is that the opposite is also true. So your actions and your thoughts will also affect how you feel. You following me? So it is a two-way street. So if you go through the motions of life as if you were not depressed, if you're able to push through your feelings and your depression and still engage in these activities that you would normally do and you engage in some sort of physical activity and you force yourself to uh, do the things that you would normally do, well, then your mood will also follow. So, so that's the good news, that yes, your feelings affect your behavior, but your behavior also affects the way that you feel. Okay? All right, we're out of time for today, but hopefully I have another podcast for you tomorrow. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. Please share it with your friends and I will be seeing you soon. Hey guys, a question that I get all the time is, can you be my therapist? Can you be my coach? Uh, can you work with me? Well, check out my website. I do offer therapy and coaching internationally. So if you go to leandroshansky.com, there's more information about that.